0: The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella. Good morning, Doc. Morning, Tina. How
2: are you? I'm good. How's it going for you? Great, great. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. It sure is. Um, So this week, we want to focus on the challenges as well as the victories that working moms face. I thought it was a really pertinent topic uh, just because I'm affected by it as well. I think it's the hardest decision a woman makes is to go back to work. So I want to acknowledge it for mothers and for women um, and just go with it and let everybody know that it is possible to have the balance. Now,
1: is there research to support the idea that there are benefits to being a working mom?
2: Yeah, there are several uh, articles out there, lots of research supporting that a working mom will experience typically five really amazing kind of benefits or symptoms of getting back to work and being in the workforce. Um, They are better role models. So that one really struck me because Mm -hmm. that's my goal as a mother and as a professional, to be a role model in all areas of my life. Um, The other thing that really was, um, kind of stood out to me was that we do create very independent children. Okay. Which is what we want. We want to create children and raise children who are independent and able to contribute to society. Um, another really important point is women who work tend to have less depression. And I think it's just because we're so super busy. We don't have time to focus mm. on anything, but what's happening in the moment. Um, we have better quality time with our kids because it's so limited that when we are together, we're you just want to make the most of it. Yeah, We just focus on them, sure. what they want and, uh, they love it as well. Uh, and that's in my own experience as well. And overall, women who work tend to be happier and all their relationships. And working moms also tend to be happier in all of their relationships. So whether it's a a partner, whether it's family, whether it's mother-daughter, mother-son, all the relationships tend to be a lot happier and healthier.
1: Now, if you're a working mom and maybe you're not feeling some of these things, do you think that Maybe it's just not for you or you have to make some adjustments. Where do they go?
2: I think what happens is, yes, adjustments are always necessary. But I think what's kind of guiding women these days and what's forcing us not always to feel like it's a good decision is guilt. We're all dealing with what we call mom guilt. For sure. So I think that's why we need to focus on this this week, talk to other women who work and find out what are the tools to help you figure it out, help you get back on track and understand if this is the decision for you, how are you going to work around it to make it the best possible um, situation so that you can be you and do what's good for you.
1: You mentioned a couple of things there that kind of struck me. One is asking for help and finding other women. And I think that is a huge part of the scenario. You need to find that network. that gets what you do and what you're going through, don't you think?
2: I, I completely agree with that. And I think it's a huge struggle to find friends, family who are going to support you. So it's not that you need somebody to say, well, don't do this, but do that. I think it's just a matter of being able to vent, talk about what's upsetting you, what's disturbing you, what's keeping you up at night, and just letting it all out. And this way you can figure it out on your own without judgment. Because I think a lot of the times the guilt comes from feeling judged by others is my mantra is, if you're doing things for the right reason, things always work out.
1: And sometimes it's just nice to know that someone else has either gone through what you're going through or is going through it as well.
2: You know what, I'm going to tell you, I think 100% of every working mom is going through the same thing. Mom guilt, um, you know fear that you're not making the right decision fear that your children are not going to be well adjusted i'm here to tell you that the research is showing that if you choose to go back to work or be a career woman all of those things The wellness that we prescription about, those with Dr. Claudia on 1059
0: the region through.
1: when we come back the perspective from a therapist and a working mom herself this is the wellness prescription on 1059 the region
0: Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us. Info at 1059TheRegion.com.
1: You're listening to 1059 The Region, and this is The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and my co host is Dr. Claudia McKilla.
2: Our first guest is Victoria Ho. She is a psychotherapist at Shift Collab, and she's joining us today to talk about the working mom guilt. Um, Victoria, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I, I'd like to start with your own story on how many of us feel selfish. About our choice to not stay at home. Hi. Yes. Yeah, so, I
0: myself have two kids. I, I have a four-year-old and an eighteen-month-year-old. And um, throughout my journey, it's it's a, a work in progress around, you know, letting go of mom guilt, um, which I think happens a lot because moms often feel this pressure to do it all and to be everything to their children. Um, so one of the things I like to encourage moms to do is to give yourself permission to do um, good enough parenting. So this is something that actually my colleague at Shift Collab had suggested to me, Sarah. Um, she, I was talking to her one day about my own like feelings of mom guilt, and she said, you know, you don't need to do it perfectly. You just need to do good enough. And that really stuck with me because, um, you know, the mental load of motherhood is so much, you know, there's meal prep, there's having to clean the house, there's packing lunch and planning weekends. And then on top of that, we feel like we have to do it all perfectly, right? So, you know, food's got to be organic, you got to watch out for this toxin, you need to be fully accepting of their emotions and behaviors and have boundaries, they're not too rigid. Anyways, it's all enough to drive anyone crazy. Yep. You know, right? My <laughs> blood pressure is
2: going up just listening to you repeat all yes. those things that are going through my mind every day.
0: <laughs> yes, and, and that's the mental load of being a mother or being a parent in general. And uh, and even on top of that, you're supposed to be maintaining your relationship with your partner and also being good at your day, your day job. Right. So I, I just really want to encourage moms to acknowledge how much is on their plate and kindly remind yourself that you can do it all, be it all, but you can't do it all at once, good right? So, that's a, that's and a, that's totally okay.
2: Right, and that's a good point. It's not about doing it all at once, but it's about doing it. So um, I feel like that's pretty much what mothers are dealing with all the time is just this need to feel like they're getting everything done in the moment um, and not understanding that everything has its time and place. So what I like to do is always offer, be able to offer women tips. How do, how do you achieve that? So what are your recommendations on how to achieving that? You know, I think
0: it does take a bit of practice to remind yourself that you just need to do a good enough job at being a mom, not perfectly, not exceeding expectations, just good enough, and that's actually a lot. Your kids will be loved, right, as long as you are trying your best. Um, And that sometimes we shoulder, like, way too much responsibility on how they're taken care of. So, universe and the world and other people around them will help them learn the life lessons that they need to have and help them be taken care of. Um, so that's, I think, a part of it. So, doing good enough means maybe once in a while just taking, getting takeout, mm-hmm. or maybe skipping a bath or um, being compassionate to yourself for having lost your temper. So it's little things every day that help you to let go of those really high expectations that sometimes we put on ourselves.
2: Right, and we do place a lot of high expectations. I'm a mom of two children, so they're they're older than yours, of course, but, you know, they they come with the same anxieties and the same stresses, and it's always that feeling that you're not giving them enough of yourself and you're not doing Mm -hmm. enough for them. But what I'm finding is that a lot of women are telling me that, they're starting to have the sense that they want more for themselves and not necessarily Uh always for their children. So what would be a strategy on, on helping yourself do more for you and do you?
0: Yes. So I definitely think that honoring yourself and your decision to work is really important. So maybe taking some time to consider the reasons why you're returning or con- uh, continuing to work. Is it financial? Is it personal fulfillment? Is it part of your identity? Is it that, you know, you just don't actually quite enjoy being a stay-at-home mom because we all know how hard that job is, and maybe it's not for you, and that's totally okay. Maybe you believe that your, par- uh, your child receives better care at daycare developmentally. Right. Um, so just being able to acknowledge that all of those reasons are valid and worthy and contribute to your family.
2: And you made, a really, you made a really valid point that resonates with me. So I decided long ago that I'm not designed to stay at home with my children every day. And there was a lot of guilt for myself around that. And I think what women need to hear is that it's okay to make that decision. I'm not a bad mom because I like to go to work. Um, do you yeah. find that that's a big, like a trend, and it's very common in your work as well?
0: Yeah, I think more and more women are noticing that, you know, they, they have, it's okay to have goals outside of parenting. I mean, if dads said, I have goals outside of parenting and being a father, nobody would really bat an eye. <laughs> right. um, or if a father does good enough parenting, they're almost like applauded, this is no, by no means like a, a dad-bashing session because no. that's not, that's not what it is. But I just want to highlight the fact that there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting a career and having priorities outside of being a mom that doesn't make you a bad mom. And perhaps you're actually modeling strength and self-worth and ambition and hard work to your kids, which is also a really, really great quality. Right. Teaching.
1: And how would you suggest that moms out there who are listening – deal with the critics in their circles
0: um you know i think that being able to surround yourself with people who also understand that you know you don't need to um be that you know pinterest instagram perfect (laughs) parent (laughs) um And maybe even just speaking to how you're feeling with honesty, and you might find that those people actually relate to how you feel, And because it's not being spoken of, um, that they don't feel comfortable with sharing the more vulnerable side of what they're feeling. Right. Um, They might be actually relating to how you feel.
2: Right. I I love that. I love the idea of being honest with yourself and being honest with others about your decision to be working or not to be, you know, working mom outside the home. So I really appreciate um, your input. um, And thank you so much for helping us out today. If our listeners want to get a hold of you or want to learn more about um, what you do at the Shift Collab, how are they able to reach you? They can send me an email at victoria
0: at shiftcollab.com or they can visit our website, which is www.shiftcollab.com.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much, Victoria.
1: Thank you. When we come back, a working mom who is also a working actress shares her story this is the wellness prescription on 1059 the region stay with us
0: connect with us on twitter at 1059 the region or call 416-335-1059 Or email info at 1059theregion.com. More with Dr. Claudia and the wellness Prescription still to come.
1: You're listening to 1059 The Region and this is the wellness prescription. I'm Tina Cortez
2: and my co-host is Dr. Claudia Michela. Joining us next in studio is Celestine Caravaggio. She is an award-winning actor best known for her role of Ruby in the film Pure Lane. In her spare time, she advocates for families of children with special needs through her charitable work, organizing benefit concerts like Music for Possibility. So, welcome to the show, Celestine. Thank
3: you so much for having me. Thanks so, so much I'm like for Like a coming. busy lady, yeah, I'm very busy. <laughs> it's a busy
2: life. Very good. So, just to continue on our conversation with uh, being a working mom, um, tell me a little bit about how you feel about being a working mom. Do you ever get mom guilt?
3: Uh, Who doesn't? Oh my gosh, I think I was born as a woman to feel guilty. Um, But, but, you know, it's interesting. Like, I I just had a conversation with some friends of mine recently, and the mom guilt exists, but I think uh, today is such a great time for us to share more. You know, I think traditionally women in general had to be strong all the time, but I think what we're learning now with the information that's out there is that the more we share, the more our Kids are equipped to deal with these things when they become adults. So, yeah, I feel guilty, but I'm not afraid to say, Hey, I, this, I feel bad about this. Like, what do you think? Right. You yeah. know, d- is it all over my face? I really don't want to feel this way, but I just want you to be okay.
1: And I love the fact that you focused on sharing and not judgment.
3: Great. And it's interesting because my experience is unique in that I have a kid with special needs. I have two children. One, has special needs, the other one doesn't, but I've been very, um, sensitive to, um, you know, the judgment piece because I, you know, in, in my everyday life, I, there's, it's just too much work to try to keep up a front, right. To keep up right. appearances. I really have to commit to, You know, staying healthy and being honest to myself and and allowing my kids to feel that honesty as well. And the more walls you put up to um, hide and um, because you're worried about how people judge you, uh, just you know, it just doesn't work. I think that's a good
2: point. I said being judged as a working mom is probably the thing that affects women the most because you made a very good point. So we were born to feel guilty as women because the role of a woman has changed and evolved over the years, and which I think is a good thing. I think women were are not designed to just be home uh, handling just one particular thing. There are women who love that and who, you know, good for them. But there are those of us who love to be out there doing something different. And I'm not ashamed about it. I actually have learned, I've stepped into my authority and I'm really just going with it. And I'm not allowing the guilt to set in anymore. So
3: I I 100% agree.
2: Do you feel like though you have to overcompensate sometimes because
1: you are a working mom?
3: Um I you know personally I don't subscribe to feeling like I have to be the best at everything. I I think that um you know I've I've learned a lot and my in my path I'm I'm healing I continue to heal and um, what I realize is that I look back at my life and I'm I'm not embarrassed of it but I you know I want to learn from the experience and I want to do better and so you know I think yeah I think the expectations um, of yourself are are important in that you know people will treat you the way you let them Uh, people will love you the way you let them so so lead with that and and move forward and you know just do the best you can and don't be so hard on yourself <laughs> it's too much pressure
2: it's true we do put so much pressure on ourselves and what I've tried to do is really uh have my network of people and women and friends, males, females, who are going to help me get through those things. So I feel like, and I'm curious to know your opinion on this, do you find that you have friends who will support you in your work, friends who will support you as a mother, friends who will support you in relationships? So that there is no judgment place. It's all about getting feedback, learning from one another. Um, I find that I've been doing that a lot lately with like parenting and with career and I have my network and I find that it just helps me feel more grounded and better able to cope
3: yeah I do. Um, you know, I think at this next stage in my life, I'm forty plus, and um I do have a very small network of friends that throughout some of the really different difficult experiences i've I've been able to keep and uh, keep close. And um, I think, you know, even at this older stage in in our lives being such busy parents, and um, I think that we, I personally like to select friends that I'm going to be friends with forever. And I I don't really subscribe to, you know, letting go of friends if I don't have to. Uh, but yeah, I agree. The network that you keep close to you is... Um, You know, it takes a village to uh, (laughs) raise a family, to have kids, to be healthy yourself, personally. And, um, you know, I think we have to, as women, we have to really trust our instincts more. And um, we know when a relationship is good and we can feel that. We use all of those other senses that we have above the five senses that we (laughs) we can speak about. Um, But you know, our gut instinct on people. And um, if somebody's bringing sunshine to your life, you know, you you welcome that. But I also look at some of the negative experiences as well with, um, you know, acquaintances as friends as an opportunity to learn something. Um, you know, everything right now has to mean something to me, everything.
2: And that probably spills over into how you are with your children because you said you have two children. One has a special need. Um, do you feel that you have to spend more time explaining to your one child that, you know, you're a working mom, or have you just kind of integrated everything into the daily life and just help both of your kids understand that this is your paradigm, this is, you know, what your reality is, and we're
3: just going to love it and go with it? I'll say I, you know, I learned the hard way. You know, I when I was married, I was married to a medical doctor, and the the whole idea of life and family seemed like a picture book. And I had a second child with special needs. and um it was very stressful, right? I, I I learned that whole, I can't keep up appearances anymore. Um, I really just have to do what's best for me and my kids. So it was it was hard. And I learned some hard lessons from that. Um, so I can't say it was smooth sailing and I, I had all of these great ideas. I actually came to the conclusion I have to take care of myself and show my kids how to take care of themselves from the experience. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, I work with a lot of families and I'm networked with a lot of families of kids with special. Needs, and um, the one thing people don't realize is that when one of your children has special needs, the whole family has special needs. So the siblings. So my older son really suffered because you know just I couldn't attend to a lot of the emotional needs that he required to develop. Over the course of those developmental stages, because I was dealing with a child that was li- life or death, right, and um, that really took a lot out of us, and it obviously compromised my marriage. And I don't regret that at all. You know, it's been a process, um, but yeah, I, 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 it's just been learning. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure there's a ton of things that I did wrong, <laughs> but all I can do is be responsible. Uh, for what I have control over now and moving forward and um, allow that process um, to to exist but it not take over how we choose to live life moving forward we deserve to be happy right and and that's the choice that I want to make for all of us that's
2: a really good point because I think at the end of all this I think you know, and the, the whole purpose behind the wellness prescription is to kind of give people the knowledge and the courage to know that happiness is key. And my, my, my motto is, if you do things for the right reasons, it'll always work out. So whether you choose to be a working mom, or whether you choose to, you know, whatever it is that you're choosing in life, Doing it for the right reason will make you happy, and you are entitled to being happy. We don't have to live a miserable life and not do what we love. And as mothers, I think we have to teach our children this too. So if I'm happy, they see that I'm happy, and they're gonna they'll understand and learn what it takes to make someone happy. So I really respect that that you're you know focusing on that and spreading it because I think that people just need to know that not every day is going to be um, you know Instagram worthy. Um, um, it's going to be a challenge, but you can rise above it as you have, right? Like even in yeah, your career. Yeah,
3: it's it's interesting. Um, you really have to make a choice, and yeah, I I'm an actress, and I am working, and I am doing it, and I like this isn't something that I've been doing for so many years and all of a sudden I've earned this I'm I'm investing in myself and my happiness I have a lot of life experience that I'm bringing into um, my craft as an artist and it's interesting because (laughs) some people are like oh you know Celestine you can you can be um, an actress because um, you know life is a little easier because you had married a doctor and and you know it's interesting I've had to explain to people that actually a lot of people would have taken my situation, and they just would have done nothing. Right. But my commitment is not to to being an actress and having a career. It's not just to make money. Of course, we money makes things easier. Um, but I'm doing it, and my commitment to it is because I've always been an artist, and I deserve to grow. And I've chosen this as an opportunity to grow who I am. And um, you know, I hope. I mean, I'm 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 doing it, and I'm trying to make it. But I hope that you know one day my voice becomes bigger, and I can continue to share this story. Like this is interesting because this is the story that I want to tell, is this story of the the road and this journey. Um, so I'm sort of building two things here in tandem as an actress. I'm also building a voice uh, for families and and mothers and women and. Yep. And so we may know
1: the answer to this already, but do you think you're a better mom because you're a working mom, a working actress?
3: I want to say yes. I I don't think either is wrong or right. I think making a choice, what doing, making the choice to do what's best for you with my kids and my heart is the right decision. And, um, you know, I can ask any mom and it might be staying home. Yep. But, but make sure that decision is the right decision for you. As you said, doctor, it's you really have to make the right decision for you. Now, we
1: began this conversation talking about your charitable work and organizing benefit concerts like Music for Possibility. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah. I mean, because I worked in the music business prior to my life as a mom and as an actress, um, obviously, I've kept a lot of really great relationships. And, um, you know, I've done work. Uh, for Holland Bloorview Kids Rehabilitation Hospital. I'm on a community of parents of kids with special needs at Beverly School. And uh, we've been involved in a benefit concert called Dream Serenade, which they do an annual concert every year at Roy Thompson Hall with some really great performers. Uh, so, so yeah, I really, I, I'm just committed to my tribe, you know, and I I love the health and wellness path because I really feel like it's you know it's necessary um not just for the the family of, of special needs network it's really necessary for everybody right you know and awesome. we can share yep we can share we can
2: educate we can empower yeah. um We are so pleased that you were able to join us today.
3: My Um, pleasure. If anybody would like to reach you and learn more about you, where can they do that? I actually share a lot on my Instagram. Uh, It's (laughs) mostly my actor life. But again, my other platform is this journey as a mom. And uh, you can follow me at at Selly Cara at C-E-L-E-C-A-R-A. That's Thank terrific. You. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And
2: Dr. Claudia, just before we wrap up the show, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? You can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiela, or just go to my website, www.thecenterforhealth.ca Everybody's on the
1: gram. It seems like I got to get there. <laughs> That's our
2: show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our
1: website, 1059theregion.com. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening.